I'm back. I'm finally back. I am back, disciples. Words cannot be put into effect to describe how happy I am right now. It's been so long since I last talked to all of you. But Thunder G-O-D has returned. Oh, I'm hyped. Welcome to season two of Leo's Laughworthy Lectures, guys. It's been damn near three months. A lot of you have probably grown a little, went through a big change, or maybe things have stayed the same. It really doesn't matter. I am still happy to see you again. Hope you are all well and stable and clean. And by clean, I, you know what? Now that Corona has brought another cousin. <laughs> now, on to the next topic. Some people will wonder, where did I go? Where have I been? What have I been doing? To answer your question, it's something that I do not wish to disclose right now. All I'll say is, if you know, you know. So, season two is here. This season premiere will be two parts. The first part is my welcome back message and me describing how season two will play out. All new material and outlets you can support the podcast. Again, I am sorry if you didn't get the answer that you needed right now as to where I've been, but I promise I will <clears throat> I promise I will disclose that later in the future when I feel more comfortable with the decision. But but the two parts will be all in this episode. So just bear with me for a second. The second part of this premiere will be an actual episode itself. Season 2, Episode 1 of Leo's Laugh-Worthy Lectures. That, God, that just brings so much happiness to my heart. I'm so sorry. I'm okay. (laughs) But it has a little twist on it, which brings me to my next topic. The first and one of the new things I am inducting into the podcast is extended stories. During my time away, I had a lot of time to think in between the things that I was doing. I also had a lot of time to write. The material that I've encumbered slash collected is super crazy. You'll hear it throughout my life stories that will still be happening throughout season two. But I also had books written before I went away. I just kind of revised them a little and completed them whenever I had the time. Now, in case anyone is confused, when I say extended stories, I mean stories that aren't just one and done. It's continuous going on for multiple episodes and has overarching plot. Much like one of my favorite shows, The Owl House, Gravity Falls, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, 
She-Ra and the Legend in the Princesses of Power, Voltron Legendary Defender. All good shows with overarching plot. You should probably go watch them. The plan right now is to divide between my personal story times and two books I will have ready for season two. Well, I already have them ready. Please excuse me. Regardless of the plan, you will be entertained. Disciples have been asking me back for a long time. And what they ask, I deliver. Next and probably the last thing on the docket is that I am considering opening a Patreon for Leo's Laugh-Worthy Lectures. Please consider donating. Your contributions will help this podcast grow. Contributions? God. Dang, I have not used that word in a long time. I haven't heard that since PBS Kids. But I'm going off a tangent here. The informal way is donating to my cash app. I'll be sure to post it down in the description. But let me emphasize this point. You do not have to donate. I am not asking you for your money. It's just there. I love doing this with or without financial help. I will make the Patreon decision later once I do a little bit more research and do a little bit more of a mental refresher. This, But this brings me to the end of my little lecture. Granted, it wasn't laugh-worthy, but there will be time for that soon enough. Well, I've kept the disciples waiting long enough. I've kept them waiting for three months. And now, getting straight into it, the first book I wish to share that I've written is called The Striders of Black Valley. A fantasy dark comedy that I am rather proud of. Again, super happy to be back. And season two is going to be lava. You heard me right. I did not say heat. I did not say fire. I said lava. I, the whole sun. Now, without further ado, welcome to season two. Hey, I can actually kind of rhymed. The Striders of Black Valley Chapter 1 You think you know of extravagant tales You're wrong You don't know of a tale quite like this one You are about to travel and experience four brave warriors as they transform from courageous heroes of valor into true-hearted legends of near-omnipotent might. I am your guide. I go by many names. Keeper of stories, librarian of fables, ultimate teller of tales. But you, young travelers, may call me Marvin. What? A legend like myself can't have a regular name? Now, 
You must be tired. Pull a seat. God damn it. Pull a seat. <laughs> Drink some tea. Maybe spit it out because there's too much sugar. You never know. And delve into the land of Kiriono as our four heroes become the Striders of Black Valley. The map was confusing as hell to him. It didn't make any sense to him. None. It wouldn't have been a bad idea to ask the dryad who drew it out for him for a translation. The said person holding this map is a young man named Huxtable Winston, a human clad in plate armor and strong spirit, signed to the Curiona work roster as a fighter. He still finds affirmation in a world of magic and fae. Are you sure you want to hold the map? You look confused as a blind beholder, a woman asked. This woman is Pirha Flarzo, quite the specimen for a tiefling. A sorcerer of masterful skill, she is a beautiful creature with an even more deadly degree of magic. Of course, I've got this. I'm just calculating, Huxable replied. Pirha looked over his shoulder and sighed. You don't know Sylvan, don't you? Huxable went to say something, but then stopped himself and looked down in guilt. Pirha took the map and looked it over. Well, you did kind of good, but you messed up at not taking a left at Shirozo Stone. But somehow, we're almost at Hawkton Village. And this is why I did well in intermediate fey language, and you did not, she gloated. An orc in robes and blonde hair chuckled and hopped in. Must the woman all do all the work? This orc was Brogoza Gormraith, a cleric with an intriguing upbringing. But you'll see this soon enough. Huxtable just smiled and flipped both of them off. How rude. Our last adventurer on the tail of the group is the charismatic Lux Caldro, a dragonborn bard whose confidence, music, and lust drive his heart in actions. One of those more dominant than the other two. Ah, must you bring a gender stereotype into a simple map? Lux replied. Borgoza nodded her head vigorously, positive as can be. These four may not look like much, and you might think you know how this story ends. But my advice to you would be patience. After all, it is not always about the end location, but rather the journey to get there. And it seems as though now that you know these future badasses in arms, let us begin the journey in Hawkton Village. Hawkton Village. Hawkton Village. Not the most popular place, but doesn't have a bad reputation either. 
The first word to describe this place would be comfortable. Comfortable people, comfortable food, comfortable living. Hell, even the drunks were comforting. Unfortunately, that was not the feeling that our friends had gotten. Mixed opinions were in play. I gotta be honest, when the wall assigned us here, I thought the place would be bigger. Wall is an acronym for World Adventure Unit Liaison. Lux hopped in front of the group as they were walking through. Come on guys, fresh out of college, our first starting assignment, it's all exciting stuff. It doesn't matter where the place is, plus, you never know, hawked in a village could be a sign. Yeah, a sign that we may have got fucked over and got the short end of the stick, Huxable said. Let's at least give it a chance. Oh, look, that's where we're supposed to go, Lux pointed. A few blocks after the entrance and on the far left side, next to a lodge, lies a run-down, bigger-than-most-looking tavern i know young travelers i know oh you start in the tavern blah 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 but continue going on this journey with me our party of four head inside to a not so delightful site the tavern was tapered with dirty brown walls with rickety chairs and tables patrons who had one too many and a singular sign that said Hogsbane Hotel and Tavern. Oh goody, middle-aged men in alcohol. The two worst things to mix. Hide your wives, kitties, Pierre has stated. Huxtable urged the group to a bar and they all sat down. Then from out from under the bar popped an average sized knoll. Huxable pulled the long sword from his back and pointed at the knoll. For the uninitiated, gnolls are humanoid hyena creatures. The biggest profession that they are known for is thievery and killing. How cute. The knoll just looked, pointed at Huxable, and started speaking. Uh, racist. What a surprise. Another visitor believing that all knows are bad. Shame on you. Luckily for you, I'll let it go because we haven't gotten visitors in a while. Unless you're godsmen. Are you godsmen? All three of them shook their heads no. The knoll gave off a teethy grin. Well, perfect then. Hey, Rex. Bosselon. Bring the white elven powder back out. Now, uh, what can I do for you fine folk? Bergoza came forward. We are the new graduates from Curiono University. We were assigned to Hawkton Village to assist in some troubles going on here. Ah, uh, yes, I got a letter saying help was coming. Honestly, I thought it was BS at first. Most of these large organizations don't really care for a small village like us. But good to see we're not forgotten. Let me see what I got for you. Oh, and the name is Ma Cragstooth. 
And you can put your pointy blade down now, big boy. Maul leaves to the back, and Huxable puts his sword down. Pirha then giggled and he looked over. What's so funny? He called you big boy. You are all so childish. Does none of this bother any of you? Bragoza spoke out. My dear, I have seen 33 horny wantees at a rave dancing around the death night at half till morning. A kind no bartender slash owner is nothing. Wantees are evil half-human half-snake beings bent on killing anything they see. For you who people that don't know. Lux hopped in. What does that story look like? I'll tell you later, so shh. Ma came back with a parchment in hand. So you are the strudels of Kiriono? The party looked at Ma in confusion, and Lux stood up. <laughs> no, no, no. You have us mistaken, my friend. We are the striders of Kiriono. Oh, my mistake. I apologize. Strudels of Kiriono. Right, your first assignment. An interesting individual that our heroes have met. Yeah? Have you all heard of Black Valley? Annoyed by the name change, the strudels raise their hands. So you know of the horrors that dwell over there. The Dark Mine, Velka, Xol, Daxios, Ma said, whispering the last part. The situation is that while the majority of Black Valley leaves us be, few overstep their boundaries. The said few being my cousins lurking up in prize pile plains. The bigger cities are observing and realize they want a front on Black Valley if those creatures are more organized. So, your first mission is to clear out those knolls in the plains. Succeed, and you'll be worth my time. Fail and die, not so much. So don't. Otherwise, I might come after the remains. Ma licks his lips, his glass eyes shaking. The four friends looked upon one another. They did not expect such a menial task as this one. But you have to start somewhere. They realized that this could be a good chance to prove themselves. No matter how shady the bar is or how boring the town is, or how weird it is that two drunks are pouring mead on their stomachs and smushing them together. How the hell is it that alcohol licks do the most idiotic of things without care in the world? Lux stood up and said, Those gnolls won't ever know what hit them. We'll take it and look good doing it. Huxable adds, I don't know if we should be happy because we're killing your cousins or sorry because we're killing your cousins. Kid, let me tell you something about gnolls. There ain't nothing up here. 
Only thinking they do is with these. <laughs> He's, he pulls out his nails, those, his claws. I found the use for this squishy thing up here, and it's won me favors and enemies. Now get to going. My money's wasting the time with the time you spend here. Go and kill those ugly bastards, Strudels. Striders don't care. And so on, our party goes to alleviate and neutralize the threat that is no scouts. Prized pyroplanes. The prized pyroplanes had earned its name for one specific reason. At most times, the grass will turn so orange and fluid that the very plains itself will look like a wildfire. Quite the sight this is. I read about the plains in my book, but to see it up close, Luck said. Pirha nodded in agreement and took in the sights. I'm definitely saving this in my head for life. Bergoza took a deep breath and let out a happy sigh. My dumbass would have mistaken this for real fire. Huxable shushed the group and spoke low. We gotta keep an eye out. If these these knolls could be anywhere, there's a clearing up ahead. A scout out. First, so now you can navigate. Second, who the infernal hell made you leader? Third, oh, it's the big old baby Huck scared of a few ugly ass hyenas. Pirha always liked getting under Huxable's skin. There's something satisfying to making a grown man lose his cool. Huxable went to retort, but was brashly pulled to the ground by Bergoza. What the hell? Why would you? Bergoza uh, put a finger to his lips and pointed. Hux looked in her direction, and beyond the grass, the clearing appears. In this clearing, the party can see eight stench-ridden knolls. Everyone got down and scouted them. Doesn't look like they saw us, Huxable said. They aren't doing anything either, Lux responded. These knolls were standing, twitching, foaming at the mouth. Normal knoll behavior. Hux moved forward and talked low. Okay, Striders, I'm the one with the most tactical combat experience, so I should lead this attack. Burgoza, go with Lux and flank around. No surrender! Lux had shouted this battle cry before charging down the hill with Pirha and Burgoza in tow. Guys, we had a fucking plan. Hux groaned. Hux will soon find out that when in a party of childish elven crackheads, every plan he makes will fall apart. Hux rushed up to join the fight. The gnolls screeched and started to running to engage these strange people. Lux, being the first one down the hill, stopped abruptly and started laughing. His voice carried physical music notes in a vicious mockery that charged towards the first gnoll. The gnoll screeched and rolled over in pain. On Brogoza's side, she dashed down the hill, robes tied up for safety, and whipped out her mace. A second knoll rushed up to her and swung a rusty saw blade. Brogoza dodged behind and backhand swiped her mace to its side. 
definitely a broken rib or two. Huxtable finally made it down to the fight and three gnolls gathered around him. Why do I always get the fun encounters? Alright, let's do this. Hux groaned in frustration. The gnolls dashed at him and Hux goes straight to work, slashing, counterattacking, chaining together everything that was taught to him in his expert martial skills class. One knoll in particular had went in and nicked Pira in the face. Pira turned her head, eyes glowing. All of a sudden, the knoll was cast aflame and blown back. For a tiefling, that was quite the hellish rebuke. The striders make short work of the half-hyena beast, with Pirha vanquishing her bunch with the Eldritch Blast, her favorite spell. Brogoza defeating her too with a jaw break and a neck snap. Brogoza apologized to her deity for such a violent action. Can you blame her? She's still an orc at heart. Lux takes down his one with his dragon breath. He burps afterwards, and Pirho looks to him. Was that fish I smelled? Yes. Yes, it was, Lux said. Hux has killed two already and was fighting the last one. However, he did not want to go down. One attack had knocked Hux down, and before that pesky knoll could do anything, a beam of light appeared and the last knoll was gone. Hux looked to Pirha. Excuse me, I had that. We've been waiting for like five minutes. I'm doing us a favor, Slowpoke, Pirha said in a sassy tone. Hux just pouted and started observing the current environment. Well, because of Pirha and Lux, we have four less bodies to loot. C minus to both of you. Brogoza, not too flashy, and got the job done. A plus and a high five to you, girl. And Miss Flarzo and Caldro, do better. Lux gets on the ground jokingly and says sarcastically, Oh, Mr. Winston, is there any way I could get extra credit? Sure you can. Don't obliterate the body loot with your nasty breath. Hux responds, walking past. Lux gets up and mutters, Screw you, I know I'm hot. Hux examines one of the knolls and finds something interesting hey guys he's look what is this marking the said marking was a circle and in that circle was a pair of eyes staring straight at our heroes with what seemed to be spider legs with the last detail being tentacles going all around on the inside of the circle brogoza stepped forward and took a closer look I don't quite recognize this, but it looks like some sort of insignia. What could it mean? Pirha took a parchment and chalk from her bag and started drawing. I bet Ma knows something. Let's take this back to him and see what we can find out. After collecting what loot was left, a few gold, some worthless items, our party started to head back to Hawkton. As they were leaving, one of the insignias left there had its eyes perfectly still, then swiftly shift over to the striders. The eyes glow red and vibrate, and then they vanish. 
And that is going to do it for this episode, disciples. It was chapter one of Striders of Black Valley. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. As always, I'm leaving all my socials down in the description. Thank you for tuning in to season two premiere. We're going to make this a great season. It's going to be one for the books. I will see you all in the be sure to like it, comment on anything and to follow all my socials. And I will update you of the Patreon decision. Until next time, disciples, I'm back and I'm here to stay. See you guys in the next one.